Welcome back to King Rose Court, episode 12, Inbound. Thanks very much for hanging out with us again. We are ready to rock and we're going outside the King Rose Court's comfort zone today. We are going to have our first phone podcast today. I said to myself, I better get it going because if I don't, it'll just restrict me. So there's a wealth and there's a wealth of Irish bands, Irish metal, rock, punk, it doesn't matter. That need to be heard by the whole world, and so now my my uh, crusade starts in earnest today. Um, starting off, we have a band from Belfast who are kind of I don't know what would you call it um, heavy pop, but they contacted me and asked me could they come on the show, and I was like, absolutely, of course. Any band who wants to come on my show can come on my show. They have a new uh, single coming out. Um, either today or tomorrow called uh, Palisades and it's a, a banger of a track we're going to listen to it before we get talking to the, to the guys so um, this is a band called Thieves spelled T-H-V-S and we'll get talking to the boys about that in due course but for now check out Palisades
Well, there you go. That was uh, Palisades by Thieves. What a fucking track. Very, very cool. This band took me by surprise, actually, when I uh, when they contacted me for it. So I'm delighted to have on the show today uh, Michael Smith from Thieves. Michael, how are you, my man? I'm good, I'm good. Solid. How are you? I'm okay. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rainy, wet afternoon in Dublin, and it's not nice. Uh, every time I'm off, the weather's shitty, so... Yeah, I'm off today, and the sun is split in the sky, but I'm inside doing promo for the new single, so I'm just sunbathing in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're wearing shorts, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, Michael, as, I, as I've, said, I've said to you, and I've said it to people, but I just want to thank you, first of all, because this is my first time uh, attempting a, a podcast over phone, so thank you. No problem, thank you. I... Uh, I'm glad to take your virginity in that sense. Woohoo! Oh, you're a thief, all right. You're a, really are a thief, aren't you? <laughs> oh my god. So listen, um, as I said to you, and I always, I always say say what I feel, and you approached me about this podcast, and I I really sure. really appreciate that, and I was I was aware of of the name of the band, but not necessarily uh, the music. Okay, so um first of all and i always do this start off with your lineup tell me who's in the band and tell me what they do please um i uh michael i sing and play guitar and then uh dave plays bass and then matt uh he plays drums cool and um tell me how the band got together like was it a were you friends for long or was it a kind of and like myself and Matt, uh, we were in this band called Comply or Die for. Oh, I remember like, that. I remember that band. Yeah, yeah, like eight years, and then it was just kind of like it had run its course, and like things were kind of falling apart. So, but me and Matt still, we still wanted to play. So, we like practice got cancelled. Not everybody could make it. So, me and Matt still went up to the room, and we're just like, we'll play, and I knacked a load of Red Bull, and then we just set up facing each <laughs> other, and we're like, okay, one, two, three, four, go, and then like. We just played through. I think it was like five, five or six songs maybe, and like the first e- our first EP, Everyday Hexes. Those songs became that, but it was literally like we recorded everything, like all practices. And yeah. So like we just played, and those songs as they are on the EP are how they came out that night. You know, yeah. it was just like the same time and structure. Like we didn't edit it. Just like it's like one of those instances where the songs just feel like they're just being given to you. Yeah. And it just feels it's. Like, not to say sound cheesy, but it's just really natural and pure and, like, organic. And it's just, those just, it just came out. And uh, so we were like, okay, well, we're going to do this, like, this two-piece, like, kind of heavy metal, white stripes, Winnebago deal type thing. Cool. And then we were like, so we started writing a couple more songs and it kind of became clear we really needed, like, a a low-end anchor to put it all together. So I was in this other band. I was playing drums in this other band called Tusks at uh, the time. Tusks, and yeah, the yeah. guy, yeah, I'm all over the place, man. I just can't sit still. I'm just like, oh, that's another band. And but it's, it's, not, it's guy, uh, uh, not, sorry to cut in. I just, I know so many of the uh, bands up there. It's fucking gas, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, so I got the guy who was playing bass in that. That was Dave. I was like, and we hadn't been playing together that long. And I was like, hey, man, like, I was do this other thing do you want to come and try out so he'd never met matt and then it just like everything just kind of clicked and like dave writes as well so it's it's great you know we're able to like he'll bring in a song and i'll maybe add like a, a bit to it or i'll bring in a song and he'll write a part or 
like he writes full songs and it's it's just it's great to have that kind of collaborative yeah um, approach to things and even in like whenever we go up to the room like the a lot of the i know i'm kind of skipping ahead here but like a lot of the new record like um like dave was away and for a while and so it was just me and matt so we go up and jam and like get it to start from a drum part or we're all in the room and it just kind of starts from like you're setting up and just checking levels and then all of a sudden there's a song and it's great to have that kind of collaborative thing where everybody yeah. is able to kind of put their hands on it and like mold it and shape it and then make it into like the thieves kind of the sound, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's such a proud moment when you actually complete something, even a song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, for so long, uh, I hadn't had that because like we were, in, we were incomplete for a while and now, um, yeah. like we're, we're, we're all back together. Our original lineup is back together. Like, so, um, and and like yeah. that, we brought out the EP there in uh, May, and it was just it just felt so right and so it's it, it almost felt like having another child again, you know. Yeah, it's like it's a fucking great feeling, dude. Like, I mean, even if you get to the end of the song and there's no mistakes, that's really good. And like today, like today's single release day, and uh, like we've been sitting on this for fucking months now. I think since like May. And that seems like forever. And it like is. The, yeah. the album's sitting there ready to go. And like, we got to wait till October before it comes out. And oh, we're God. still sitting on a video. So it's like, you're just walking around. You just feel pregnant all yeah. the time. with this, like, <laughs> you know, feel like bigger <coughs> twins or whatever. That's one and way then, of putting like, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just, you just want to get it all out. But today, like, it's a good day. You know, everything, like the singles out and already, I mean, people are, still in work and everything and we're getting like a really good response to it like a lot of streams and like a lot of positive comments shares and all that kind of excellent jazz that is music in 2019 but mm. um and then tomorrow we've got our uh our release show so then that's like that's party time you know you get uh, to play it and then load of beers after have a good gonna time. Be, i'd say that's gonna be a fucking awesome evening yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, be really great. And yeah, thanks for letting me actually uh, play the track today. Actually, so I'm I'm very happy about that as well. No problem. Thanks for thanks for playing yeah. it. Giving it out there. It's okay. Listen, um, tell me. I know you're only there yourself, but kind of what kind of influences got Thieves together? Like you know, and or what what has eventually shaped your sound? Because I think I was talking to you. And I thought you sounded a little bit like at the drive-in, a little bit earlier stuff yeah. now. Not, not necessarily Palisades now, but on the maybe on the last EP, there's some there's still elements of that type of stuff there. Would you would I be wrong on that or? Yeah, I'm, like I was kind of saying to you, it, I mean that's part of like what's great about being in a band. Like you can write something with like one intent, and somebody you talk to someone about it, and then they're like, oh, "Well, I hear this, or like this means this," and like that's you know. Kind of like that's what art is you know it's it's interpretive you know yeah. like you put it out there but you want people to have a an emotional reaction or some make their own connections to it but um like certainly like at the drive-in like whenever i was growing up like at the drive-in came out relationship of command i was like 15 man like stuck Damn. into the show and like borrowed my dad's leather jacket it was like huh. down my fucking ankles and looked ridiculous i was like oh i'm 18 i can come in and like got into the show, I, they slayed. And Murder City Devils, they supported them that night. And like that was the first time I'd ever really heard them. And right. I, now I love Murder City, like they're killer. But like in terms of influences, for like everybody kind of comes at it from a different point of view. Like and, and what's interesting as well is like is like coming from the band previous me and Matt were in, and we were kind of a bit more like on the same page. Then Matt kind of went off on one tangent, and I went somewhere else, and 
like we kind of talk about this heavy pop thing, you know? Yeah. Like, we say we're like a heavy pop band, and like it is a really good kind of description. Like I, I really like pop music and like you know big hooks and choruses, like and uh, like I really like it sounds really dumb, but like I really like like Taylor Swift and like Lana Del Rey and okay, like churches and but like also like like mastodon and botch and like you know nirvana and murder city and the echoes yeah. line and yeah like matt i like matt's like me and matt like fucking love matt's we're slowly converting dave and, <laughs> uh, but like matt's really into like his kind of noise rock and his kind of underground stuff and then dave's like the like the heavy he's the heavy metal dude yeah. so it's like all those things like you put them all together and then like that's what makes it all kind of sound like like how it is yeah and, uh, like i mean we like you know dave hates pop music so he hates <laughs> every time i'm like i like taylor swift and he's like stop saying that dude just stop <laughs> but like <laughs> i can't help it like it, it's great i like it it makes it just that i think that's what gives us a little you know twist that little bit, bit of spice yeah it's just like that slightly different approach to things and it's ever so slightly as well which is cool it's just a little touch like you know yeah i mean like i'm not like gonna start throwing glitter around on stage or <laughs> singing about my boyfriend or girlfriend that left me or whatever. But like, <laughs> um, it's just it's it's in there. It's not a lot, but it's it's in there. It's kicking around. But you know what? It, it's an it's obviously enough to make you feel really happy about what you're doing and what you're performing. So, um, yeah. that's only that can only be a good thing, you know. And yeah. possibly the dynamic between you and and your mate who doesn't like pop music that can help as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's that eternal struggle, you know? And it's like he wants to make it super heavy, and I'm like, oh, we should make it more this way. And then that's that push and pull is how you end up in the middle with, like, what it is. And, like, you know, it's it's not, like, we don't argue about it or whatever. No, but no. There's that, like, you know, it's that kind of thing. It, it's good. It's <laughs> interesting what you just touched on there about, like, actually, like, being happy and, like, you know, enjoying performing. And I think yeah. that's, like, actually such a huge... Like, part of what we do is, like, you, like we have these, like, heavy songs, and they're screaming, they're shouting, they're singing. Yeah. But it's, like, we actually, like, we fucking love doing this, man. Like, we <laughs> love doing this. And, like, I really think that comes across. Like, I go to see some bands, and it's, like, they look fucking miserable. Yeah. It's just, like, this is meant to be, like, the best time. Like, if I, I get up there, like, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, but, like, we get up there, and it's, like, from the word go, like, it's sweat and throwing yourself around, and, like, if you pull a lead out, who gives a shit? You put yeah. it back in. If you turn a tuner on during the song, who gives a shit? You put it back Abs- in. Like, absolutely. It's just like, it's meant to be the fucking joy of doing it, you know? And like all the things that you endure during the day and week to week and having to go to work or like whatever, like it's like pushing against all that, but then like it's the catharsis and like the exorcism of all those things. Absolutely. And then you get up on stage and it's just like it is it's like it's it's just a joyous thing like yeah absolutely and i have a motto um for my band and uh, i've had it since the start it may it may or may not be your last ever gig so play it like it's your fucking last gig and enjoy it every second you're on that stage if you're playing to one person or a hundred people it doesn't matter you know yeah man like we played a show like a week or so ago it just like there's bad shows there's good shows this just wasn't going like it was the venue's fault. Like, I mean, it was, that was all the buzz, but it's like, you know, the PA sucked, but it's like, we still got up and like, gave it everything. We yeah. played like Port Rush, like year, this is years ago. We played to like a guy and his dog. <laughs> and it's like, but like, 
I just gotta make sure that dog had its best fucking night ever. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, if that one person is bothered to show up, like I'll give him everything I got, you know. <laughs> and come here, listen, um, I was thinking of something to ask you. Have you like you? Is are what I would call like a power trio? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Have you got some like f- some of your favorite power trio bands that you? You've you've like is there any of them out there that you you're in like Motorhead for I mean, me would be number one like you know. Uh, I mean like Motorhead like, like fucking Motorhead Slay you know mm. like Nirvana um like a bit kind of left field like the police the police were a part of course like, yeah Jesus guys, like fucking Stuart Copeland that guy slays on drums you know what a fucking um, drummer Jesus yeah and like uh like Torch they're a trio now. Like they, they actually got better whenever they took something away. It just yeah. opened everything up, you know. Um, those are the ones that kind of spring to mind mostly. Yeah. yeah there's some. There's. Um, I don't know. There's something to be said if a band can deliver something just as loud or as a, as effective as a three piece. There really is, like. Yeah, like I I play in like some other bands too, and like it's a it's a very different thing whenever you start to add more instrumentation and like it can really bring something to it yeah and that kind of simplistic like you know approach of like breaking it down it's like it's really it's basic elements like drums bass and guitar yeah you know and like like there there's a an approach that you have to take whenever you have like just when you're limited nearly yeah and, uh, but i mean it really makes you work with what what you have you know there so yeah i like i i it's my preferred kind of format of doing it because it really just makes you concentrate so much and like everything that you do has to have a real purpose. There's nowhere to hide, yeah. You know, and you got to put it all up front. And that's that's a, I think that's a really great way to approach it as well. You know, just do it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Sure. Don't pretend. Don't yeah. have any bells or whistles and just do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other bands are you in there, man? What? Sorry. What other bands are you currently in? Oh man. Uh, drums for this band and uh, it's all a bit of a secret i can't really cool not like i'm kind of not allowed to talk about it no but, problem um, it's it's like a completely different thing than cool. like anything else it's like all really like short kind of like funky like nearly beastie boysy kind of song oh cool i play i play guitar um in this other band called paper tigers and it's like a really kind of alt rock kind of mm. thing and like the songs are like really accessible it's still rocky and stuff and then I started this fucking Foo Fighters tribute band, and then <laughs> these other <laughs> these other dudes. Like y- yesterday, it was yesterday. They got in touch with me about playing drums for them. Uh, to um, it's like a post rock kind of thing, mm. and then like uh, I really have to stop starting bands. <laughs> one like one day, like the singer of one of the bands didn't show up so the rest of us like just wrote this riff and then we had a song and like it took like 15 minutes it's like one of those times like what we were saying it just kind of happens <laughs> and like so then we're like oh, well like we could start a band no like this is a new thing so it's like my girlfriend moves in with me this week and she's like i'm never gonna see you like <laughs> we're just gonna be away all the time i move in you stay in the practice room she knows it's how it, she knows the score yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah like i just i just love doing it and like I, I, do, I mean, I fucking live for it. Like, I took today off. I've spent, like, six and a half hours just emailing and pimping stuff out. Fair play, like, if you don't have, If you don't have, like, that kind of passion for it, like, it's fine if you want to 
diddle away in your bedroom or whatever, that's fine. But like, I, I want it, you know, I want it bad, so I'm yeah. hungry for it. Well, so, yeah. when you've got that kind of attitude and drive, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. And I, I mean, I know plenty of people with that drive and commitment. And now I know an extra one in you, and that's just fantastic. <laughs> like, you know, it's fucking great, though. It's because there's yeah. like in fairness, there's too many of us that may have wanted it, but maybe either can't for whatever reason or just don't. Sure. So it's always great, and to see the ones that can do it, go and do yeah. it. So, um that's the way i would look at that i mean i would back and support anyone who's who's willing to take that chance and make that make that hard work you know pay off you know yeah i mean like it it, it takes effort and time and like it it just depends what you want from it like i said i mean like for sometimes like i've played in bands and it's, it's a good thing just to go and play two or three gigs and that's all the band will ever do and that was great and that's fun and you know, it's only ever remembered by the people who were in it and the people who were at the shows and then yeah. other bands being in. It's like, you know, you go after it and it just, uh, like, sometimes it doesn't work, but, I mean, you have to you have to kind of be tenacious and take it on the chin and keep on keep on going at it, you know? Yeah, I think at this stage, my band is like a... It's it's like one of those old dogs that just won't fucking die and it's in bits <laughs> and it's bloodied and it's still crawling. It's like a Terminator dog or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're still there by the skin of our teeth anyway you know <laughs> listen um would you be involved really and in, would you be kind of running in this the belfast metal scene at all or would you be in that I, much i mean we we done this uh you used to have it down there as well like the metal to the masses bloodstock thing oh yeah yeah so i mean because of different things lining up like um Dave was away and then Matt had a kid and like different things that like kind of we had been quite sporadic and playing and doing stuff so this is right around the time everybody had kind of was home and like had time and so we started we entered the metal of the masses thing really just to play like a show right. and then like it kind of we were like got through the final but like um James who runs Distortion Project up here he's putting yeah. the show on tomorrow as well Excellent. like he like he is essentially like the belfast metal scene and like we all like had interacted like across the years various times i spent some time talking to him and it's like that guy he's like one of those dudes who like just loves it and he lives for it and like you know so we played with like a bunch of like bands who you never play with before or mm. otherwise because like we're stylistically so different but like that whole metal to the masses thing was such a good experience for us and like we met so many other great bands and Brilliant. seen so many great bands and like this band axe catcher oh yeah Derry. it was like this hardcore band and uh like we played with them a bunch since then they're like super good dudes and like Brilliant. otherwise we weren't like hung out or done anything but um like because we're heavy and loud and like we kind of like can be put with like really metal bands or like we can kind of go with rock bands or like the kind of metal grind or end up playing with like a magician or whatever sometimes but it's like we have the ability to kind of like straddle you know different worlds and I mean I like that's great I want to play to like I want like skater kids like us and pop kids like us and you want everyone to like yeah exactly you know like like the more people listen the better so but yeah like the it, it's good to have like a like a cohesive kind of scene oh, uh, up here and like certainly the metal one is like something that's remained like um 
pretty constant throughout the years. Like, I mean, yeah. things like fade in and out. Like, indie rock was really big for a while, and it's kind of dropped out, and like it kind of comes swings and roundabouts. Like, it's yeah. all secular, but um, the metal one is like it's always been constant. Like, I've been going to shows since I was thirteen. I'm fucking thirty four now, huh. and like it's just it's it's like oh my god, I'm so fucking old. <laughs> uh, but that's always like it's always been constant. You know, it it's good to have that. That, that kind of support and everything too yeah uh, what i will say to you is uh well first of all shout out to james because i know that dude a long time and he's a very big supporter of of, yeah. of my band i have to say he's done a yeah. lot a lot for us over the years and belfast is like our second home you know and now sure uh one of my i have a my guitarist ross who's also in strangle where is oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and then dan who is lives in he's uh he's he lives in armagh so yeah. we essentially are half Northern Irish now, you know. <laughs> Cross community, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and, and, and the last gig I played actually, we played up in Voodoo, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I like I used to say we're two thousand away from Dublin, but I can't say it anymore because we're not only from Dublin. So I used to just say I just say we're two thousand away from Ireland now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, but yeah. Um, the, it's 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 it has to the, the scene has to keep going on and going on and I've no problem with like different genres of bands crossing. I actually think I also I also think um I'd love a, a varied lineup of a gig rather than all the same yeah. type of music. If you get me, yeah, hundred percent. Like I I started I've started putting on shows now as well because again I just can't sit still and like. <laughs> Like bands like going like oh we never get offered gigs and we don't get shows and I was like well if you put one on did you go and book a venue did you put other bands so like I've been like over the years put on like a bunch of shows with varying amounts of success but now because I'm in a bunch of bands that all do different things and like I've met so many people it's just like well I don't want to wait around I'll go I can go do that like yeah if someone else can do why can't I do that so I started doing it like I was the first. My first show doing that is in September, but like my and even that that one is like a really very bill. Like it's all kind of within the same sphere, but like it's cool. it, no two bands sound the same. And That's something that I want to continue doing like throughout that, you know. And like it, it means like you cross pollinate. Like you'll get like metal dudes coming to see one band, and there'll be like maybe a grunty band. Yeah. Or, like you know, like in that ex- like if you're a music fan and you go to a gig and you see like four different kinds of bands that should be that's your like heaven you know Absolutely. like some of those bands might suck <laughs> yeah but, like it, you should want to be exposed to those kinds of things you know i i, I think people should be supporting uh, local acts a lot more than what they are yeah you know and don't get me wrong people are great but they still need to give i i i've just come to i'm so i'm getting i'm a lot older than you by the way just so you know <laughs> <laughs> And I've come to the I've come to the opinion that like I'm gonna give every Irish band a chance, you know, and that's yeah. just the way I am. And I, nowadays I'd rather go to a show if if of course if possible, um, yeah. where it's local bands, and and throw the five euros or the ten euros or whatever it is, and just and if I see a CD, pick it up because that's yeah. the only way bands are gonna kind of not not we're we're not doing it to make money, but it helps. You know yourself. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't cost a band to play a gig, that's a that's a that's a success. You know. Yeah, and I mean, like, and that that's one of that is like a, a big issue. Like, I find is like, um, 
especially from kind of being exposed to like bands in the tribute band and cover band world and the money they make is Ugh. like is ridiculous and then like we um like done a show in dublin a couple of weeks ago and like i, I don't get me wrong i'm pleased for the opportunity it was a great gig again a lot of people saw us it was good reaction in fevers and uh but like there was no money there so like every that's all a loss and then yeah. like you know it's like it just there needs to be that kind of just recognition like original music is so important yeah. like it is so important and people should be willing to like take a chance on it and i like you say like i don't think there's necessarily the same arena for that these days as maybe like uh, years and whenever I started going to shows up here, there was this thing called um, Jarrow, it was like the war zone. Oh yeah, and yeah. And it was like it was like this punk collective cafe. Like there was another one kind of opened after it closed, but um, the original, well, what I consider the original one, like it was like people went to that bands got paid like it was very much like a, a true like diy kind of punk approach to the whole thing and it was fair and it was equal and like people were way more willing to like give over money for like merch or buy a cd and like like you had to get up and be good and yeah. like if you weren't like they would let you know so i mean there was kind of like that was incentive as well like you don't want to get up and like a load of punks start like spitting cider no god no but like i just think like now people are I, and I mean, it, like times change, and like obviously, like, uh, like I was kind of saying earlier, like, uh, music is consumed now through like streams and like, yeah. you know, downloads and everything. So people like we're gonna do a CD of the album because like maybe we are just old and like the physical like thing, <laughs> you know, like you want you have to. It's nice to hold something yeah. in your hand, and there's like there's time and effort and money all goes into that, but it's like that isn't necessarily how people like. I mean, most people don't even own a fucking CD player anymore, you know? Oh, no. But it's like, people, just, and like, we, we uh, produce merch, and our merch is like super, like, cheap. Like, it's only £8 a t shirt, but it's like that £8 that you give us then enables us to go make more of those t shirts or yeah. enables us to go make another record or like produce CDs or do something cool or enables us to like maybe save money to go play a gig like in Scotland or in England or something and like, and we're really, really appreciative when somebody like yourself takes time to talk to us or like someone spends like a pound on downloading the thing or like yeah. you bought the the play equipment thing. I was like, you really didn't have to do it. I like I would have sent it for free, but like oh, no, no, it no. means a lot whenever like people are willing to contribute back. Oh yeah. And it just you know, and like I'm not getting emotional or anything, but like it just it really means a lot to see people like yeah. I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. But like <laughs> just people kind of give back and like be like fuck i love this i'm gonna buy it yes yeah or like do you know what I, I love like walking around belfast and because it is so small and you'll be walking down the street and then somebody who like doesn't even maybe know you it's like walking the other way wearing your band's t-shirt and it's like that's Deadly. Good. you know that's super cool i love that man it's great it's a good feeling all right yeah or when you're when you've gone to the stage i'm at waiting here this uh someone up north actually got a got a tattoo of my band's logo before one of the band members no way <laughs> yeah and so that that dude got free merch all night and free drink yeah <laughs> yeah fuck i like if someone wants to do that like <laughs> yeah. i'll buy them dinner <laughs> oh I, I was i was blown away by that man that was re- yeah. awesome like you know <laughs> that's mad that's nuts like i've won for my old band 
mm. that I was in, and like it's like it's like a Sailor Jerry traditional thing. But the the name of it's in there. People are like, "What are you gonna do?" Like when it was, I thought we were still together. It's like an ex girlfriend talking about. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you gonna do whenever you break up? And I was like, "Well, I've spent like seven years of my life doing this thing. Like I'm not gonna regret it. Like it was part of the thing, you know." Yeah. But like, no one up here is. Uh, being brave enough to go get the name of any band that ever been in tattooed on them. I've been the only one stupid enough to do that. <laughs> I finally, I actually but, finally uh, persuaded Dan to get the logo on him. He got it on his, uh, on his, I think it was on his forearm. So he finally got no, a fucking, uh, and he's in the band now, nearly yeah. as long as anybody. And he finally did it. So I was delighted. <laughs> I'm not the do only one now with the, with the logo on me. <laughs> do you have it? Oh, I have it like my I have my band logo I mean like three or four times. No way! Ah, that's yeah. nuts. Well, I mean that's amazing. that's an, that's an, that's actually a thing. Band tattoos, right? Like as in bands that you like. Would you get one of your favorite bands tattooed on you? I wouldn't. Oh man, I actually I see whenever I started getting tattoos, I was like, I'm not gonna do that. But then, like by I think it was like tattoo four, I have like the the bottom like circles. You know? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then I've got what else do I have? I've got the Murder City, um, like skull and crown and flick knives. And oh, then cool. I've got a, a pretty girls make grave save this T-shirt, and it's just this big pair of like red headphones. Oh, really? I've got it on. I've it on me. I think that's the only band ones, and then my one have the Complare die one. I, well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I was thinking, would I ever get, like, because my favourite band is Slayer, and I was like, would I ever get a Slayer tattoo? I was like, no. And then I was thinking, oh, I was thinking, would I ever get a Crowbar t-shirt, or a Crowbar tattoo, because Crowbar would be my other kind of favourite band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the closest I got to that was I got a, a Fleur de Lis on the, on the back of my leg, which was, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the thing that they signal for New Orleans, you know, that kind of leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got that because, well, I suppose it's it's to do with bands because I like so many bands from New Orleans. So I it's got like that. Yeah, like a nod to them. Yeah, exactly. I look, yeah. like a nod to all those type of bands. That's the closest I got to a band outside of my own. <laughs> yeah, I like. I mean, I if if people didn't know those bands, they wouldn't realize that that's what that is. You know, it's not like I've got like. Nirvana, like the word or whatever tattooed on me, but it's yeah. just like I know what they are, and like, but I mean, otherwise people might just think they're like, oh, that's a set of headphones, or like that's a <laughs> that's a skull tattoo or whatever. I like it's like the same. It's like yours is a wee nod, and it's like mine aren't like super overt unless you know it. Yeah, so like, it's yeah. kind of like a secret. It's like it's a wee like you a wee nod. Like if someone knows, it's like yeah, you get it, you got it. I am um, just a funny story. I'm, I might this. Sorry, I'm I'm taking over your podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but we're chatting like pals here, so that's different. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I have yeah, so I have that 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 tattoo of the Fleur de Lis, and I got that around the time of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, so right, right, right. that was another kind of a little reason I got it because, I, as yeah, I say, yeah, I know true. I know some people in New Orleans and all that kind oh, of no stuff. Way. But anyway, I was working. I work in Dublin Airport, and I'm do you know security screening. So one of the people, uh-huh. one of the people that everyone loves to hate, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, this couple, this old elderly couple, were coming through, and and um, they were they got talking to me, and it turned out they were from New Orleans. And, oh no way! Yeah, I just said I started talking to them about New Orleans and how much I love the music, and I showed them the Fleur de Lis, and they were they were absolutely moved that some yeah. Irish dude had a Fleur de Lis to yeah, do with yeah. New Orleans on his fucking calf, like you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So that was just cool. Little, nice little, a nice little thing about one of my tattoos. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've too many, I've too many tattoos to talk about, so I'm not talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. That, funny enough, that is going to be one another podcast at some point. <laughs> You're going to be as bad as me, like starting bands. It's like every other day. I could do a podcast like that. I could do a podcast <laughs> like that. I have, right, I have season three and four concepts ready. And I'm only on oh, season yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. Like, I have stuff planned until, like, March next year. And then I know by the time I reach March, I'll have a plan to, like, December next year. So Deadly. you got to plan ahead. You absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Without, without too much structure, but enough to keep you kind of focused, like, you know. Yeah. Um, over. Let's get back on track a little bit. We were having a great little chat there, but let's get back on yeah. track to the music. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've, you've recorded, you've, what, two EPs and the new single now, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Everyday Hexes, it was like first. Yeah. And then... Um, Plague Widows, it came out, it was only, I think it only came out like November, October, October very November cool. last year. Very cool, very cool. And then we're done, like, like, off the Medal of the Masses thing, we're done a, this guy, Bob Logan, he, like, um, he does all our photography and videography now, he's uh-huh. like our boy, he's like the Force Thieves guy, and uh, he, um, he done the, like, a live music video for, like, and cut a couple of shoes together for Neon Demons. Cool. He came out super fucking good, and then, um, with Palisades, it's like today, and then the video is like next week for that. Bob done it too. Cool. And, uh, like I really can't recommend that guy enough. Like see, like see, because he doesn't come from like a like a band photography videography background, so he's not like locked into like oh well, like I have to do this and this and this. So he's like he's so willing to just like if you want them to like spin from the ceiling upside down and shoot it, he'll <laughs> fucking do it, man. Yeah, it's badass. And then. So, yeah, so then with this, and then, like, October, I think it's October 12th, we'll have it kind of tentatively penciled in for, the album will be out then, cool. and there'll be, like, a, a single before it, and uh, another video to accompany it, and, like, I, I actually go on Wednesday to meet the the guy, uh, to start to talk about the video, like, the where it's going to be shot on location, I'm trying not to give it all away. Yeah, but, like, of course, yeah, it'll yeah. Be, it'll be super cool, like, the, the policy, it's video it's great and like it just this will be like you know i like to you should always be moving forward so this is like a next step forward Excellent. you know everything so far has been very like performance based and like that's great i just want to add like a wee something else to it so yeah. like the next one will be super interesting but yeah like and then with a release show for the album and then we're down in dublin in november oh, and like a bunch of shows yeah so like you have to come hang out i will yeah them. absolutely and uh yeah, so, like, we're, yeah, we're flat out busy, and then, like, I have a lot of, like, press and stuff for Palisades coming out, and, like, and um, we're getting, like, some national coverage and everything this time, so, cool. like, things are starting to, like, take off, and, like, it, well, they're starting to progress anyway, so Excellent. it feels good to kind of start to get, like, the next steps. And you know something? It always it always makes me happy to hear someone who's really happy with what they're, what they're bringing out and excited. I love yeah, that, you I, know? I love it. I love it. I like already, like all week. I've been, I like, well, since May, I've been like, okay, can't wait to get the single out. And it's like the single has been out for like what, like since 12 last night. <laughs> and uh, already I'm just like, when's the album coming out? It's like, oh, I have to wait like, <laughs> what, like four months. Like, oh, what? It's a horrible, uh, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. But when it's, when it's out, it'll be all good. It'll be well worth it, you know? 
That's it. Like, Wait, did it's you? Going did... To get, it's going to get finally get something new out into the world because the the plague when it was EP, it was actually meant to be. It was meant to be the start of an album. Like we were going to go in and do like three separate sessions and yeah, like put it all together. But just like because people are away and whatever, then we ended up sitting on it. And then we were like, why are we holding on to this? Like we have like a bunch of songs that we can make into an album, and it's like because between then and not going in to record the songs like we kind of changed direction somewhat we're like this is like a good snapshot of where we were then and like the album will be like a bit more reflective of where we are now yeah so like it, it was it's good just to get new music out and like something that feels like really kind of fresh to us and you know and, and relevant now like we still like play like a bunch of the old stuff cool. um and like it still feels great, but it's like it's always nice to get something new. Oh, of course, yeah. Now here's something I was gonna say to you. I've now I've listened to the the both EPs and the new single. There is quite a quite a change. Well, not not even a a change in music, but it's it. You, I, as I said, I noticed little nuances, little changes here and there. Um, yeah. That like is was that a was that a natural progression or like did you? specifically set out to make something sound a bit more uh heavy pop (laughs) so to speak (laughs) that like it was just kind of happened that that way like the uh, the first kind of ep it was we the previous band that we were in i really i really felt it was like a a direct reaction against like where not that i was unhappy with where that band was going but it was getting really heavy and like kind of high on fire and mastodony and like hey what's wrong with that and like i was super into all that stuff and it was like but it was really going that way and then so like whenever that band kind of ended i was like i don't want to keep going that way because it's just gonna sound so then things just kind of took a a left turn and started a different kind of path and then i just because i think because we there was a lot of time in between writing and putting things out then that like you hear like an infinite amount of new things in between them and you get better well hopefully better as a player and then like your interaction between each other changes and like i say because people were away like dave was in canada and morocco so i mean he had life experiences i guess that informed his way and like matt had a kid and you know and there was all this stuff so like i just feel like it just everything kind of moved that direction and i get a really like feel in terms of like influences like moving on as a, a band like yeah uh, and me and matt both say this like going to see Mets in dublin like it was just like we both came away being like that sets the fucking bar like those yeah. guys like it, it, i was right at the very front and like i woke up after the show in the morning i was like why are my knees bruised but it was <laughs> just from heading off the stage oh like, jesus because it was in it was in Wheelands, man. There's no barrier. It's just like it's you and that guy sweating all over. Yeah. You. I was like, this is fucking unreal. But um, like, so I just felt that I really feel like that just like pushed us on a whole bunch. It was like, okay, like we were trying before, and that's fine. But now we really gotta like dig deep and like you know, it's like if they're doing that, like how can we match that or try to make it better? Like, what's our version? of doing that you know yeah and like that's what you want as an artist uh, that sounds really pretentious but no like, no i, I totally I get like, you that, but that's what you 
want like you want to be like inspired and you want to be pushed and you want to see something go like fuck yes and then that like drives you to go do something else you Absolutely. know and, but uh yeah i just think it was like a that was a really long-winded answer to a very simple question no like, no it's, uh, <laughs> it's great <laughs> like it just felt like it was just it was a real natural kind of slide between like all these different influences and it just kind of moved that way but like when the when the album comes out um it kind of it is it's like it goes from shades like it starts off like not like but it starts off more on the the poppier side of things yeah, and then yeah. like the metal starts there's this like swing towards the kind of like the heavier end and then by the end it's like when you when it comes out you'll hear it but by the Definitely. end it's like you know that's your you're in the the heavy part of the heavy pop equation Excellent. and it's it's a great like like fuck again so it's percent but it's a great like we journey <laughs> to kind of go on and it's like a nice kind of like it's almost like a like cinematic nearly you know yeah. you have three acts you've kind of like you've your start everything's really good and in the middle it's a struggle and like it's like, like empire strikes back by the end Definitely. everything's fucking awful for everybody and it's all dark and <laughs> so yeah like uh, the new albums are empire strikes back i'm gonna fucking use that again that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> deadly <laughs> come here um did johnny monroe do your recording for you yeah dude yeah he done the plague widows thing before and then um we were like super happy with it and like he he like gets where we're coming from and we kind of had conversations about like how Plague Widow sounded and how we wanted this to sound and like Johnny we work really fast we do everything live like everything on the Plague Widow is just bar one song is all well it's only three songs but <laughs> two out of three of them is one take but the new record then there's ten songs on I think like eight out of ten of them are all one take and we Fantastic. like to work like it's all we're all live in the room there's no headphones it's just all live awesome. like you come see us if we're playing it's like it's kind of like the what do you call it? like kick out the jams by the mc5 That's oh yeah my yeah my favorite fucking records and it's like you know it's like are you ready to testify let's go and Definitely. like it's true and that all comes across in the recording like yes there's imperfections and i mean but that's rock music isn't meant to be perfect you know exactly. and like yeah. it's meant to be human and it, like that all those like imperfections are what adds to a character or something like you can like anybody can play to a click track and line it all up and make it all sound perfect but i mean to me that's like i mean if you wanted to be in a band with robots go start yeah. a band with a terminator you know like i wanted <laughs> to feel human and like i want like um like if you drink 20 red bull before you record that song that day and it's like a bit faster that's on the day that's what happened or yeah like, your like your dog dies before you go to record and you hear about it like that's gonna bum you out that's gonna come through i don't want anyone's dog to die but like whenever like the you record like all that should come out in it absolutely like johnny kind of gets that whereas like if you went into some people are like okay we're gonna do this all live no headphones and we're gonna do it like as close to one take as we can possibly do like mm. some engineers would just be like what are you fuck? what are you yeah. talking about you can't they wouldn't, make a record that way they wouldn't touch like, it exactly yeah like some people just don't work that way and like i'm not saying one way is better than the other but i'm this is what works for us and it like dave like hates recording and i <laughs> hate tracking like i like see the idea of like just like sitting down and like tracking like just whatever like the that's no fun, man. Like, I want to play off of everybody in the room. And, like, if you have to... The, the tracks that we had to do a couple of takes off, like, 
the second take was slightly different to the first. So it's like you get like imperfections and you get changes and like it'll throw up things that you maybe like you played that song like 500 times and then yeah. you're going to record it and like there's two or three wee things that are a little different and it's like that's great that stays you know that's that's the version that's there forever on the record and yeah it's like that's what makes being in a band you know it's like those wee happy mistakes like bob ross says <laughs> good old bob <laughs> ross i think yeah. any i think any real kind of proper well any any decent music fan will will want to hear everything warts and all imperfections and little yeah. little hits off of a, off a, a you know a guitar string or shit yeah. like that i mean and that's and like you say it's what that's what gives a recording character you know what i mean because we don't none of us ever want to play pristine we want to yeah. play as i said before like it's our fucking last time playing something and it means something to us so yeah um i like, think i think that's i mean i commend you for trying to get that live sound as close to as as you can because it's tough and i think we all want that really you know what i mean yeah like you have to be you really have to be willing to fail whenever you go in to do that because like and i we have done it previously in the past with other bands and like you know you end up doing like 12 takes of a song and like by like takes three you're like then it starts you're really in your own head and you, you're like, oh, I have to play this right, I have to play this right. And then it, it by the end of, like, by the track 11 or whatever, like, you're kind of like, I don't care anymore. So it gets you back to the stage where you're not thinking about it or, yeah. like, you're raging. But it's, I mean, that can be, <clears throat> that can be soul-destroying too. And, like, I th- that's why I think so many people hate going to record because it's, like, that mm-hmm. pressure. Yeah. And, like, you just have to, like, you have to try and, like, switch off, you know. Like, I was just, I listened to this, like, um, drum podcast called the trap set okay and cody from a uh, big business and murder city and the melvins he plays drums and he talks yeah. about this thing and he's like talks about the passenger and like he's like i try and switch the passenger off and the guy is like what the fuck are you talking about and <laughs> it's like the, it's like the, the voice inside your head like the thing that like takes you out of the moment and away from it like the thing that makes you go and one e and a two e and a three and a four e or like oh this fast bit's coming up and that's hard to play can i play it and he's like i, I just try and switch all that off yeah and it's like you're re- like <clears throat> i mean whenever we play live i like i'm mostly just trying to stay on my feet and not fall over so uh-huh. i'm never really thinking about anything else <laughs> but it's like when you go to record like you have to like there you have to be able to switch that off and just kind of be like okay like i'm gonna this is the thing and just concentrate on like that and i, I always thought it was really interesting it was an interesting wee concept and i'm yeah. sure like everybody the same but like i say like our approach that approach wouldn't work for like some like technical death metal band or whatever no. you know those guys need to be like that that the clicky and like yeah. the grid or whatever and like but it, with our kind of music like it works and it lends itself to it and it just you know if we were to try and do it the other way it would just take all the life out of it you know? yeah well fair play to you man i have to say so um what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna wrap it up a bit because uh as sure. you've, you've a lot you've a lot to go ahead with and uh again thank you so much um no just give me a, a little rundown of what you're doing in the next while just uh, as, a, as a kind of like a footnote and sure Tell me where we can get your stuff and all that kind of stuff as well. Cool. So, uh, yep, it's uh, 
Friday, 16th August policy. It's like today we have a release show the 17th of August uh, in Belfast Limelight with Gas Hands and Conjecture 42. And then the 24th of August, the video for policy, it should come out. And then the 30th of August, then we're, we play the Pavilion in Belfast's headline show with um, Podracer. They're from like Dundalk, I think. That's they're, right, like, yeah. They're, yeah. They're a really great band. And then... Um, couple of the bands from up here this band like Fagash Fagash McCann it's like this two piece they're they're killer and then like we kind of disappear to do like prep for the album and then the album um which is called Fevers it should be out October 12th and then there's a release show um October 12th in Belfast and Voodoo cool. and then uh we are in Dublin uh in November we're just waiting just to confirm that date but yeah. it'll definitely be one date in November so awesome yeah, like uh, we're busy. We'll be everywhere. Good. So that's and you can get it. You can find us um on Instagram at thvs band. We're on Facebook at t. If you so the band like that's what you were talking about me earlier. So the band's called Thieves. Just for anybody who's oh, confused, yeah. like because like you're not the only dude. Like some people call us thus. <laughs> some people are like so thvs. And, yeah. Uh, so it's it's thieves. So we're on Facebook thieves thvs. And then you can get us on Bandcamp, thvs.bandcamp.com, and then we're on Spotify if you search thvs. Um, like, and we're on Apple Music, Amazon, like all that jazz. So yeah, and then like if we have t-shirts for sale, you can hit us up through the Facebook, and like we'll uh, get them to you. They're eight pound, and if you want them shipped, you just got to cover shipping. Mm-hmm. And then with like CDs, we'll have Palisade CDs. Um, and then we've, uh, we're down to like our last few copies of the first two EPs and then Excellent. for the album coming out we'll have CDs for that and new shirts and yeah train keeps on rolling I think I'm going to be uh, getting the new album when it comes out so you let me know when that's out obviously yeah yeah Absolutely. Sure. Listen, dude, it's been an awful, absolute, an awful, I didn't mean to say that. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you man and thank you so thank much you. for this you too, man. That was really fun. That was great. Thanks for thanks for having us. And cool. Ramble on about shit. No, it's great. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that ends episode twelve of King Rose Court. Thank you again to Thieves, um, a band who I have really just come across and I'm really happy with now. So, uh, <laughs> go check them out. They're fucking class. Uh, until next time, adios.